Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. One is Mark and John's the other. They're just friends. They are not lovers. It's... Two old queens, it's two old queens, they're just sassy, not that mean. Two old queens, it's two old queens. Now shut up. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm Mark Rennie. And I'm John Flynn. This is Two Old Queens. Hello. Uh, we got a fun guest today. Super fun guest. You know him from Freeform's Good Trouble. Season two is now airing wherever you watch Freeform. <laughs> whatever platform you whatever ingest platform, your Freeform Roku. on. <laughs> uh, he also does stuff at UCB, <laughs> a Bright System Brigade for those in the know. Uh, podcast and stage show 2 fe It's Drew Vinay Singh. Hey, hey, Drew. Hello. Thank you for How's having me. Thanks thank for doing that. What a great theme song. <laughs> Danny, Danny Cohen. Danny, Danny Cohen. Cohen. Thank you, Danny Cohen. Thank you, Danny Cohen. Well, Empresario, would we song, say? For all your theme song needs, yeah. Yeah. He does like all he the He does like to wear podcasts. a cloak, so yes, he's an impersonary. <laughs> like a Phantom of the Opera type? <laughs> yeah. Phantom of the Opera, did he ever compose? <laughs> oh, of course, yeah, that's oh. a huge plot point, but that's okay. <laughs> Maybe someone will pick that movie to watch sometime. <laughs> uh, I saw the stage one. show of Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, and he composes in that one as oh. well. It was real boring. Yeah, okay, it, ha- it does have some slow moments. You're, you're not <laughs> the wrong. The whole thing is slow. All right, well, some people like a ballad, some people need it's everything. To be an up-tempo. <laughs> it is not all balance, but yes. <laughs> Have you guys seen uh, Phantom of the Paradise? I love oh, Phantom of the Paradise. Yeah. <laughs> we can all movie, agree that's on. got up-tempos, that that's one. Good, yeah, it does. Split screen. Paul Williams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Terrifying yeah. in that movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Swan, is that his name? Uh, I think that is a yeah. name of a character in that movie. Yeah. Isn't like Swan Records or something? Yeah, yeah, something. yeah, yeah. Someone's called Swan. There's a bird. <laughs> There's a bird. Yeah, like his record label is yeah. like yeah, a crow yeah. or something. Yeah. Uh, but about Phantom of the Opera, I went to see it at the Pantages, and I was so excited to see the chandelier mm-hmm. drop. 
Because you see oh. it and every time you see a TV commercial for fans, they show people like leaping out of the way <laughs> of this falling chandelier. But then when it came to the show, it like slowly lowered. Yeah, it's, it's, it's never really been a fast uh, drop. Well, what's the point? It's just like, well, also, it looks in like the Phantom's defense, not that I want to be defending fan of the opera, but uh-huh. you Please. saw it at the Pantages. Uh, the Pantages is a barn. And no, a and barn? It's, yeah, it's like so huge. Oh. oh. And so like, most were, like, shows don't dragging. like work well. Yeah. There. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were dragging the decor of the Pantages. <laughs> right. It's <laughs> ugly. It's <laughs> very. You can't get romantic in the Pantages so like cow yeah. shit. Has anyone ever like done like a barn themed Broadway show and like had it look like you're in a barn? Like you're like um, Oklahoma, do they put like hay everywhere? Well, there's the most recent revival that you, I know they serve chili and cornbread at intermission, so I guess that's, oh, that's got to wow. stink. That's got to be real bad. Everyone's <laughs> yeah. fine, right? <laughs> the rest yeah. Of- oh yeah, you don't want a second act in that Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um Ooh. Gross. Well, there you go. Really gross. There's our fan of the opera segment. (laughs) (laughs) Does Freeform, are they okay with your weed content? They better be. I mean, <laughs> or what? What are they going to do? Yeah, they yeah. better be. Uh, I don't. I think they are. They 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 like did a heavy. Yeah, you know, on the show, there's a whole episode where people get high. They they really rebrand. Wow. It used to be called ABC Family, right? Yeah, and then they did a like hard rebrand to kind of. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Just to like age up and uh, mm-hmm. aim at the sort of twenty like a something CW kind of like a crowd. CW evolving That's with their it. audience. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think weeds. Uh, yeah, I think they're totally fine. Did, with was that. there like a discussion with you about that beforehand? No. No, no, never. Okay. No, never. Um, yeah, because I do, I, you know, I dress in head to toe weed clothing for this weed show. You <laughs> yes. see me twice a month. So I hope they're okay with it. Yeah. yeah it's, 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 well, John's my... a big fan of weed. Well, sure. Yeah. I was on the you show. Did the show. That's right. That's right. You weren't there, but I was I there. I was not. But, uh, you, if you want to listen to it, that we do it as a podcast. And That's you can, true. You can hear John tell a hilarious story. I tell a story on it. I was high. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> I, can I, I don't tell know if you understand them, the theme. Go can ahead. I tell them how the story ends, and then they can work. They can figure <laughs> sure, out how. Sure. You go it right got ahead. There. You tell them the punchline. I might have story. it wrong though, because I. <laughs> I'll correct you. Don't okay, worry. Okay. Okay. I think the story ends with the line, and that was when uh, Spider Spider Man punched the Tina Turner's dick. Tina Turner's dick out of Carol Channing's mouth. Carol Channing's wow. Mouth. <laughs> so so you, if you want to find out how that story begins. Let's go to two F and I do. Yeah. I'm two F and high is the name of the podcast. Wow, that's fun. <laughs> it was fun. Uh, Drew, if you wanted to talk about the third man, yes. and it's mm-hmm. funny because this is the third episode. This is the oh, third episode. I'm the third, third man. And you're on the third podcast. Yeah. You're actually. The, oh, that's true. You are the third yeah. man. If you got the two house. ladies beforehand, you've had two ladies. Yeah. And in this room right now, I'm the third man. Like the two of you have been the host of this sure. podcast. Right. Well, there's also there's Alec, also our, our Alec, producer, Alec, but like true, I guess we don't true. count him. Unheard of. But he's welcome to chime in whenever he wants. I've made that known. He's crying now. He doesn't want to. Can I just say I'm beyond? I'm so thrilled that you two are doing this show it's the most oh, well, oh, thank you it's the most How perfect sweet. i couldn't think of two people i want to hear more and especially talking about movies it's the best, it's the best well comment. we're so delighted you came on to do it well yeah. we have a lot of free time first guests. Yeah, exactly. we're able to see a lot of movies mm-hmm. oh good good gotta get that amc pass. you gotta use it you know you buy it you gotta I got use the most of it criterion channel and it's oh good. yeah there's tons of stuff it? on that i do like it a lot i mean you know what filmstruck was better as an app it was way better okay. organized like the interface the interface it was you could sort by it was sorted by decade you could discover by mood you could oh, discover all these cool fun. things you could find new mm-hmm. movies 
The Cartesian app is just like a dump, like just a library where <laughs> yeah, you just, just have to s- search a thing. You got to right. search it. So that's a little annoying, but I was thinking yeah. about Netflix. Like, wouldn't it be fun if you could make a playlist? Mm. Like, here's like ten great episodes that feature an old lady oh, falling down. That'd be amazing. Like, if users could even make playlists, that'd yeah. be so cool. Wouldn't that be great? That'd be amazing. You know, like think Spotify, you could, there's like moods you can look up. Like, uh-huh. If they were yeah. categorized the same way, this I, is an app you should make. There you go. Uh, you should also on that app. You should Netflix? also make it so that you could do like a random episode. So you could be like, I want to watch The Office, but any but old I don't episode. want to choose. Yeah. I don't want to choose. You just decide for me. Or just me. random anything. Show me anything. Yeah, anything that's on my list. <laughs> that I've been there for two years. I, I finally I get around will, to watching. I will search forever. I yes. will scroll forever. Mm-hmm. I'll search forever and then end up watching an episode of Terrace House or something. <laughs> which is great. Terrace which House. is great. But always like the thing that's the easiest to watch. You know right. what I mean? I won't pick. Like I'll have uh-huh. all these movies that I've been meaning to get around to. Right, and I'll be like, like, let me watch require a little bit of like paying attention. Exactly. Focus. But Terrace House, you do have to pay attention because you got to read the subtitles. You do, that's true. So in some ways, like, it's a odd mix. Like, I love a reality show because you could look at your phone half the time. <laughs> that's true. Uh-huh. But with Terrace House, you can't because you'll miss it. Because mm-hmm. it's Japanese. Terrace House? Oh, it's Japanese. It's a Japanese oh, reality show that is the closest skewing to, re- like, uh, it's it's not edited or written the way an American reality show is. You're, okay. you're just watching these kind of awkward social interactions. Very happen. polite. <laughs> very polite, very slowly rolling. So you're okay. just watching real people meet each other in a way. <laughs> and it's way more fascinating to me than, yeah. like, a, than, mm. a, than and, an American. And, like, the big fights are about, like, who left the dishes in the sink? Yeah. <laughs> and right. not, like, you know, you fucking bitch, you yeah. slept with my husband, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's all, like, it's all, like, very grounded. Everyone Everyone has like great style too. Yeah. Like the houses always look really cool, Incredible. and everyone dresses cool. Yeah. So That's wait, really is it just a? I don't understand. It's, it's a bunch like of people who live world. in a house, or no? Yes, they're strangers who've been okay. like chose. Oh, but then there's also the hosts. Of, there's like these five, like five hosts, ho- hosts that they cut back to like this in studio host of these people who just like comment on it, and they're yeah. very funny. It's like if you've ever seen a Japanese game show, you know there's, there's, mm-hmm, they always right, cut yeah. to people commentating on right, right, right. who are in a different room <laughs> commenting on it. Yeah. So it's like that, and, and they are funny. They're like I think they're comedians and celebrities, Some actors, yeah. yeah. Like, sort of, not the A-list, obviously, but... Like, <laughs> well, we don't want to judge the A-list of Japanese reality shows. <laughs> sure, yeah. That's an A-list somewhere. That's true, that's true. <laughs> Better than not that's being true. on the list. That's true. And there's right. always one, like, 14-year-old kid with them. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like five of them, and they always have a different 14-year-old kid, huh. who I think is, like, the youth factor, maybe? Right, Just, like, right, right. That p- and the hosts are always, like, saying, yeah. like, you're so cute. I'm like, we That's weird. Never, this is awkward. But I think they mean, like, well, there's, like, a whole Japanese thing with cuteness. Mm-hmm. Right. Somehow related to Hiroshima. Is that right? Is it, or is it Hello <laughs> Kitty? So. Oh. Well, no, I think that cuteness is a response to... Is it? Because it's so... Yeah. Or, like, just give us something cheery. Oh, and you're right. It's so in the culture. It's, like, on official documents and the government. There's, like, cute little, like, yeah. I, uh-huh. uh, cute little characters. In the airport, there's just cute characters on all the signs. You're, like, cute. Have you been to Japan? No. <laughs> 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 okay. You just right. Google image oh. Japanese airports. <laughs> <laughs> when you walk through Tokyo, it's just like cute bombard you. You You've feel heard. the cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah you it's aggressive. You know, yeah. Oh, and the food tastes like oh, cute and great. It's adorable. I've never had it, candy. But it's I would never want to. <laughs> I love to go to that Shibuya crossing. Mm. I would too. What? I would love Shibuya to. Shibuya Crossing is that what it's called? I think it's Shibuya. Maybe it's like the have that crazy. Whenever they show like a montage of Japan or like in uh, urban environments, it's like six intersections, it's like six streets converging, and there's just a massive amount of people surrounded by neon lights. I know you've seen it. Okay, yeah, it's like the iconic Tokyo picture. Oh, gotcha. It, whenever you know? there's B roll of Tokyo, yes, they're yes, showing us that. Yes. Okay, 
But you are a world traveler, are you not? I, I have been to. I, I wonder if it's part of like, uh, like East Asia in general, the cuteness a little. Because I have been to Seoul, oh. like in South Korea. Oh, sure. And there too, like the airport, you know, all the official. There's a cute. There's a like cuteness is a little bit part of the the aesthetic. Everywhere. Like adults, hmm. like grown old men and old women are like into have cute things. Yeah, have cute things. Yeah, wear cute. Thi- you know, we'll wear like a like a ba- like a. A hat that's a bear. <laughs> like a spirit animal hat? You know what I mean? Like sure. a, very, a very cute bear or whatever. Sure. It's just part of it. I don't know. I love it. I love it. When you walk around, it feels so friendly and I don't know. It feels kind of almost theme parky, it sounds like. Yeah. I love yeah. a theme park. It, who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> Only um, monsters. <laughs> I wanted to mention that the, we're going to talk about the third man. Uh-huh. And before we get into it, though, I want it was... Voted the British Film Institute in 1999 said it was the greatest British film of all time. Mm. Wow! Um, number one. I went through this list this morning. All men. Uh oh. Directed these movies. Mm-hmm. But I just want to quit. I'm not going to go through all 100. Maybe the top 10. Sure. Okay. Number two. Brief Encounter. David okay. Lean. Seen it? Oh, I've seen uh, it. Yeah. Same director of photography as the third man. Oh, wow. Coming in with the knowledge. Real deep. Real deep. I hope he okay. figured out how to keep that camera level in Brief Encounter. <laughs> I was going to mention that. <laughs> deep third man cut. Lawrence of Arabia. Number three. Also David Lean. A tuber. Okay. Wow. And V. Coates. Mm. That's the editor, I think. Pretty mm. sure. Mm. Seen Lawrence of Arabia, John? I did see Lawrence of Arabia a long time ago. Pretty gay. Is that uh, probably? I don't know. There are he was a lot gay, of clothes. the character. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Then, yeah, very gay. <laughs> Number four. <laughs> Is that, was that the question? <laughs> I'm just saying, just comment. Uh-huh, I don't know. Sure, sure. Have you seen Lawrence of Arabia? I have seen Lawrence of Arabia. Do you like it? I do like it. Well, I, mean, well, I liked it because I saw it on uh, the big screen. Yeah, first. Oh, yeah, big screen. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I would have liked it as much otherwise. But no. also, just because of our, maybe that's my, our generation's our attention span and our bias. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Could you watch movies on an Apple Watch? <laughs> I don't know. Probably. Is there a Netflix app? On your Apple Watch? I wonder. I don't know. Uh, that seems so... Can you imagine It seems like just listen to it. Like, I know. It just seems at like it's point, just a pocket. It's a thumbnail. Yeah. Number four, The 39 Steps, mm. Alfred Hitchcock. Pretty That's good. the fourth greatest movie of I all I don't know about British that. I like, I like 39 Steps, but it's but not... It's a great British movie, not all... These are just British movies. Yeah. Just British movies. So, like, what does that mean, though, a British movie? Like, a movie filmed and... Produced and, yeah. Yeah. And, Produced, okay. uh, made in British movies. Because this was filmed in... <laughs> made in, made in British movies. Well, this was filmed in Vienna. Okay. So, but yeah. it was... Uh, it's a, it's a the London film the money production from, from, film. Right. Yeah. Where's the... Where's follow the, follow the, money. the money? That's where the movie's <laughs> from. Uh, number five, Great Expectations, David Lean. Boy, okay, David Lean is sweet. New- kind Hearts and Coronets, number six. That is a good movie. Robert Hamer. That's a funny one. That's, that's like Alec Guinness plays Alec like six roles mm-hmm. in it. Oh. It's, it's a real show. Cool, it's real fun. It's, it's, it's like the Norbit audition video. Yeah, yes. it is. It is. <laughs> uh, something called Kess, number seven. How do you Ken spell Loach, that? K-E-S. Oh, I've heard of that, but never seen it. Ken Loach. 60s, okay. like... 69. 69, the very end. Number eight, Don't Look Now. Mm. Nicholas Rogue. I've Pretty never good. seen that. I have. It's good. He's, he's a very interesting film. I like his film. That's like a dreamlike quality. Yeah. Oh, there's like a little girl in a red coat. Yeah. Donald Sutherland plays a little did. girl in a red coat. No, there is a little girl in a red coat. Gotcha. Did he do performance? The Mick Jagger oh, one? Oh, maybe. I, I like that. I think that should be on this list. That's like a way better one. Well, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I take issue. The number nine is The Red Shoes. Pal and Pressburger. Oh, great. Yeah, come on. You've seen that. That, that, be that should be high. That should be That's higher. number nine. It's, and then number ten. Train spotting, Danny Boyle. Oh, interesting. Iconic. Okay, I love train spotting. Sure. And when I came out in the theaters, mm-hmm. uh, ninety six, I had the book, I had the soundtrack. 
Oh, uh, I, we, I, we just got a very important message oh, from our producer. Uh, turns out you can watch movies on an Apple Watch. Wow. wow. <laughs> now, I'm trying to imagine what movie would be like, oh, no, 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 you have to see it on a watch. <laughs> Like what movie works better? Yeah, like you know, oh. how, like Lawrence Arabia. It's like you need to see that on a big screen. But like, oh no, this movie you need to I see feel it like to watch. Any of those like Netflix rom coms you could probably watch. Yeah, like, those, yeah. any of those fifteen actually, minute episode things. Yeah, you're not like, missing out on like anything. Housewives. You could probably do on a watch. Sure, but there's a lot of wide shots. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just see the space of the house they're in. You know. Oh sure. If, if you're if you're real into house porn, then no, you wouldn't want to watch it on a watch. But no. But you could watch by like always be my baby, always be my maybe. You'd probably be okay. fine on a watch. Okay, I haven't seen that yet. I heard it's really fine. I'm but... sure, but it's not probably. It doesn't look the most cinematic. Right, 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 There's right, not right. a lot of vistas in that. Not one. a lot of vistas. Yeah. Not a lot of montage. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if there's a movie that was heavily criticized just for its photography, but everything else was considered good, that would be good on an Apple Watch. Where, where people are like, man, the, the script is great, but the visuals. But it's out of focus. <laughs> Sorry, it's out of focus all the time. Lens cap is see, on half the time. Boom shot, boom mics on every shot. Uh, we used to, when I was in film school, we used to have a fun song. When everyone would hold the boom mic, we would sing Sade's Boom Operator. <laughs> That's a fun Every That's time. A good one. Right. Every time. Every never time. got tired. And we never, <laughs> no. <laughs> never did. So you never got a take with clean sound. Ever. Never. We were always just singing Boom Operator. You know, it was worth it, though. We were in film school. That's the time to experiment. That's when you want to try with stuff like that, yeah. Um. Well, let's get into this movie. Let's get into this Let movie. Let me say, The Third Man, 1949, came out directed uh-huh. by... Huh? Carol Reed, who also did Oliver, okay. <laughs> starring Joseph Cotton and Orson Welles, which is kind of a spoiler. Is it a spoiler? I don't know. I was a little bit spoiled on that, but go on. Mm. Uh, written by Graham Greene, famous novelist. Uh, here's a quick synopsis. Set in post-war Vienna, Austria, the third man stars jo- Joseph Cotton as Holly Martins, a writer of pulp western who arrives penniless as a guest of his childhood chum, Harry Lime only to find him dead. Martins finds develops a conspiracy theory after learning of a third man present at the time of Harry's death, running into interference from British officer Major Calloway and falling head over heels for Harry's grief-stricken lover, Anna. So here's my question, because you just said the spoiler thing. How many, what's what's your guys' policy on spoilers? Are we talking like people I think seen we could spoil a <laughs> movie a from 19, movie. Yeah, a 70 year old <laughs> film. I did wonder, but uh, he's also I had on that, the poster. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I sort of, while watching the movie, and this was the first time I had seen it, I was like, oh, who is that actor? I went on IMDb and I saw Orson Welles and the character he was playing. And I was like, but everyone's talking about how that guy's died. And so then I figured out, like, oh, I guess that's that. Well, back in the 50s, no one was checking IMDb. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That was a big part of it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I, w- I sort of spoiled myself on that yeah, part yeah. of the movie. That's fair. You but it's not the whole do. thing. <laughs> <laughs> I spoiled myself. Um, also, a big, po- I guess I want to ask you, Drew, what made you like when we asked you like talk about a movie you're passionate about? What, <laughs> mm. what about the third man? Um, makes you want to talk about what? It? A, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I do love it. I think it's one, I think it's the, the i i guess you could argue definitely great greatest british film i think it's the greatest <laughs> like non auteur movie of all time okay. you know the, i love the kind of auteurist movies i love the ones that are like well oh that's yeah. a, a real personal creation this is just a true confluence of different people's abilities <laughs> uh-huh. all at their peak coming together at the, the same sword. time right, you know right, like right. the director carol reed he, he was just coming off Odd Man Out and Fallen Idol, two also really great movies. Mm. And then this, I feel like, was the, the crest of it. Graham Greene with his writing, all the performances. I feel like all everyone at their peak. I love mm-hmm. that. I think it's a very, uh, it's a, it's the kind of movie that. You don't see very often where I f- where I don't think it panders at all to the audience. It, mm-hmm. it kind of it, it kind of um, 
uh, assumes, assumes intelligence. Exactly. Yeah. Assumes like a certain level of attention and intelligence from the mm-hmm. audience. A very dense movie. a lot of characters. The dialogue right. is sort of um, uh, stylized in, in its own way. Uh, I love that it's a gallery of faces. I feel like yes. everyone, every supporting cast member of it is like a an interesting a, character, actor. an interesting yeah. character, and frankly, just like the most interesting face to yeah. look at, yeah. and the perfect <laughs> face for that role. Like everyone right. has the perfect. I just love that it's just like it's almost like Disney animation mm-hmm. kind of. Like, yes. yeah, the perfect <laughs> yeah. Face for that. like someone drew that face yeah. and then picked it for this character. I kind of love that about it. The cinematography I think is super interesting. Oh, like yeah. you mentioned, mm-hmm. the non-level. Another little fun behind the scenes story about it the after the movie was out william wyler the the director who uh, knew carol reed sent him mailed him a um bubble slide or a what do you call that a thing? level a level, level, a bubble oh, level uh, a slide <laughs> level whatever it's called and uh w- with a note saying uh hey next time you make a movie just put this on top of the camera <laughs> <laughs> because this movie is all canted angles <laughs> it's a bunch uh-huh. of dutch angles you thought yeah. tim burton was like wa kooky where do you see the third man <laughs> oh, everything yeah. is uh and i remember they showed us this in film school and they're like what do you think those canted film angles represent mm. and it's always you know world out of whack yeah well, Mm-hmm. Is it, so it was intentional is what you're saying i hope so uh-huh. <laughs> someone just fucked up just, oh shit i think it's we've worked. been filming for a month and look at this shit doesn't make any we gotta sense commit to it. we gotta keep it's doing dizzy. it we gotta keep doing it sorry i do also like the setting like it's such an yeah. interesting like that's this Absolutely, post-war yeah. austria that's this still, like, decaying setting is bombed amazing. out yeah but beautiful yeah. but it's and it's like owned or seen over by four an alliance of four countries i yeah. love that i think it's such a it's fascinating such a weird in it a way a it's really like a no man's land it is and it's such a capsule of its time we will never see that setting you can yeah. never film in that setting again which i right. love it's a city it's just in that state of decay right after the war there's something beautiful about ruins i think right, there's yeah. always that it's very romantic yeah. you know what i mean they like, make war worth it let's be honest if you get ruins out of it can't say all that bad it's not, yeah it's i love all the poetic ruins so sure sure um, I think the tone is also such a precarious balance of this movie, but, mm-hmm. and I think aided in no small part by the uh, zither the score. Zither. Oh, it makes everything great. funny. Yeah, it makes everything. It makes like the it lighter, takes it to a different place. Lighter. Yeah. Even the even the intro um, voiceover that's done by the director Carol Reed is this kind of flippant post war like, yeah, yeah, right? Dun, 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 and then they show that dead body floating in the yeah, river. Yeah. And you're like, okay, okay, we're setting the mood. Okay, tone. Uh, John, you had never seen this before. What I had you, never seen it. What did you think? I loved it. I thought it was great. I um, was, uh, I don't know that I have any great things to say about it. Um, I thought, I actually thought uh, you probably chose it because I think it was had a ton of gay subtext to the whole thing. Mm, yeah. Oh, sure. Like, I thought the first time you actually see Orson Welles when, like, the light actually goes on, he was so, like, oh, hello. Mm-hmm. Like, he seemed very much like Martin he had Scorsese a that said that's one of the best reveals of all time that is the best movie reveal of all uh-huh. time like how he's revealed with the cat yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely great but it, i felt to me like he and joseph cotton were lovers did you think i thought that i think I if it were that. made today that would definitely be a part of it because yeah. why is like joseph sure. cotton so like no this friend of mine i have to find out what happened to him and the fact that they're like so dedicated yeah, to each other i could see that you can and only I, be dedicated to a lover? I think these two men were in love with each other. I would not look after you. Go what? <laughs> the way if I, I had flown to Austria, so John Flynn said, go, he's, he's going to send you a job for And then everyone said, oh, you missed him 10 minutes ago. He died. Uh, oh, but then, oh, a third man. Well, who's this third man? I'm like, I'm going in deep. I will drop a line. I don't think you would have looked at me quite the way Orson Welles and Joseph Cotton look at each other, especially when they close the door on uh, that, uh, yeah. that Ferris wheel. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. I was like, there's fucking there's going on in this Ferris wheel. Come 
come on. Oh. They had a lot of. I, I honestly thought they had a lot of sexual tension in that whole scene. And the, maybe the third man thing is jealousy. It's like, oh, there was. Oh a yeah, that could be part of it. Who was she? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. Maybe. I thought we had a deal. I thought we had yeah. an arrangement. I thought we both had to agree on the third man. <laughs> <laughs> right. Otherwise, that's cheating. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's um, fascinating. Now I want to go rewatch it and see, like, look for more clues or more, you know, lines. But it just of seemed to me, I don't know, it just all seemed to make sense to me that they were both so dedicated there to is, each other. I know one thing that, that some critics have talked about in terms of the, uh, like a, a, a gay subplot that is, uh-huh. that for its time had to be buried was, you know, when he goes to the doc, Dr. Mengel's house or whatever? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I got to look up the character. There's so many characters that I want to make uh-huh. sure I get it right. But he goes to his house, uh, the doctor, and the, he sees a cat and the cat goes through the door. That mm. cat we see earlier belongs to a different character. And the implication is that they live together, the doctor. Uh, and um, I know all the faces so well and not the, <laughs> not sure. the names. Sure. You know what I mean? Because uh, you didn't watch this so on the Apple So the old watch. doctor has a lover? A yeah, living uh, lover? Dr. Winkle. Dr. Winkle. His lover is the evil, the the uh, the guy, Baron Kurtz. Oh. Uh, okay. Because you, you see Baron Kurtz owns that cat before. And then there's just a glance, like Joseph Cotton gets in, he looks down, he sees the cat go into a, there's a right. strange shot of the cat going into a door. And then the implication, I think, that people argue is that those two live together. And it's a oh. it's it's a gay relationship that they couldn't extrapolate. Hush hush relationship. Yeah, I looked up gay bars in Aust- in Vienna <laughs> just to see if there's any unrelated to this podcast. Unrelated, I do every week <laughs> just to see if there's any new what's happening, what's hot stuff, who's yeah, what are the trends that are going <laughs> what on are in the Vienna specials. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there People are still gay bars Cosmos. in Vienna. Yeah. I'm sh- really? Yeah, they in are, a major metropolitan city. There are gay bars. Yeah. Well, you crazy. never know. Sure. I went to uh, Savannah, Georgia, and looked up gay bars. Not a one. And, that, and yet, wow. no results. I'm sure there are. The ones in uh, Vienna at, I, are pretty great. Like have the, you been? No. Oh. <laughs> so you've but again, never you been just to Japan. You've never been to Japan. There's a real theme. Okay. I'm just going to talk confidently about international <laughs> destinations this whole trip. I'll believe you. That no one else in this room has been to, so yeah. <laughs> Do you think Orson Welles is attractive? I thought there was something definitely sexy. He's one of those weird people yes. who I was like, just a picture of him, maybe no, but like, there's definitely something sexy about Orson yeah. Welles. Well, that voice. I totally would have resonated that yeah. Orson Welles. A, I mean, he that developed weird, that, and that voice weird over hat, years. It's like a hat yeah. that's sort of the Phantom of the Opera wears in a lot of the production photos for that. So oh. he could have been a great <laughs> Phantom one day. But I think there's mm. definitely something sexy about Orson Welles. Sure. I can see that. I th- uh, yeah, I can totally see that. And his face isn't ugly, but it's it's sort of generic <laughs> handsome. Like, it's not like that sort of like, oh, who's that guy? Mm. But like, as he talks and moves, you're like, strong features. Yes. Yeah, his voice. And that purr of a voice he's got. That purr. He also has one of those faces you're like, oh, his body wants to be fat. Yes. <laughs> you know what He I mean? definitely yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Even like Citizen Kane, even when it's like a young or He's just got a like, big face. Yeah, okay. I can see you. His yeah. body wants to be chunky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's true. Hey, it's fine. Yeah, and hey, he did it and <laughs> lived his life. <laughs> he yeah. found his truth and it's never happier. I did think it was weird, though. I always feel like when you watch old movies that, like, the relationships move so quickly. Like, people go from zero to a hundred. Like, we've never talked about even going out on a date. We've never talked about love. But yeah. let's get married now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? And this one... Uh, Holly Martins, the hero, is very quickly moving in on his, thinks his dead friend's girlfriend. Yeah. He's not wasting yeah. any time. She's um, clearly mourning him. Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't get the sense that he was that into her. I think he was more just trying to get information out I of her. I thought he was pretty into her. I thought we, yeah, I, I guess I feel like it was, uh, it, there is a point when I start feeling like he's into her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and on Which her. is very quick. 
But like, you know, so they're in a war torn place. Things no are one crazy. Gets too attached too quickly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everything's shifting. You see, got to grab onto something. <laughs> A lifeline. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her performance, too, is one of the highlights for me because it's so, so much uh, uh, Alita Valley, I think is her name says. Just credited as Valley. Just credited as Valley. Thank yeah, you. That's right. Valley. You what couldn't share, afford the first Madonna. name. Madonna. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Valley. She just says so much with her eyes, I feel like. Like, you feel the sadness in every, in every yeah. frame she's in. She's just, like, carries this kind of, I don't know, uh-huh. it's, such a, it's such a masterfully, uh, like, controlled performance. I loved it. I Did agree. you want to see her play? Oh, she acts play. in a play where she's oh, like right. three. We see a little, you see a little bit where she's a little hints. Yeah, yeah. It didn't seem like a play that that woman would be in, but who knows what was playing on the boards? You don't time. know if uh, she would play light comedy. She looked. She looked like she was doing that not to bring Madonna up, but she looked like she was doing oh. that Madonna Vogue video on the MTV Music Awards. <laughs> oh, the live. You know exactly what yes, I know. The live performance where she looks like. But yes, that's yeah, exactly that's what they look like. Yeah. Well, maybe that's where Madonna got her from. Mm, I think they stole from Madonna. Oh, okay. They have a time machine. Uh, <laughs> like, here's the best use of this time machine. <laughs> I do love how, like, after the play, when he goes to the dressing room, there is a whole scene that just takes place in German. Uh, I think. Oh, right. Yeah, and I think part of that is what I was like, you know, not pan the intelligence of the play mm, of the yes. movie, where it's like. We'll trust the audience to be disoriented, our largely English-speaking audience, mm-hmm. because that's what the character would have felt. Like we'll let right, yeah. we'll let them feel this, but also not like pandering to us with subtitles or with uh, right. being in English at the time. Especially a lot of movies were like uh, John Wayne did a movie in the fifties called Genghis Khan, where he played Genghis Khan. And <laughs> right. Of course, it's all in English, and everyone's and John Wayne's Genghis Khan, by the way, sounds. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's better Who than knows? him trying. Where they record doing that accent. Well, he is in full yellow face with, yeah. you know, with like, that. so it's a, it's a outrageously incredibly uh, insane to watch. Uh, you're saying John right. Wayne made a racist movie? <laughs> that's weird. Oh my God. No, it's, it like, was so you're saying Mickey Rooney did. <laughs> He's bad too. Ah, I've never seen Breakfast at Tiffany's. You've never seen, I mean, you take him out and it's a good movie, but man, the stuff that he's in. Yeah. Pretty rough. rough. Real rough. Real rough. But it is a good movie. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of movies that you just gotta gotta be like, (laughs) there's so many movies. But a lot of movies were like, um, uh, Sullivan's Travels is one of my favorite movies of all time. And at the top, you just gotta kind of ignore this racist scene to enjoy it (laughs) or just like excise it from your memory. Or uh, maybe the better thing is to be like, Except that's what that, happened. That's what, that was the times. You yeah, know, that was. I don't know. That's like Warner Brothers releases their racist cartoons yeah. on DVD, mm-hmm. and but they usually include like Whoopi Goldberg or Leonard Malton coming out in front yeah. of and saying, "Look, here's the context," <laughs> which I like. You know, As opposed to like Disney that is just burying it, which they I kind of hate. I, I actually prefer like like Warner Brothers does like, this title card, but they're like this uh, whatever this. I've, I've seen it before. Some of those cartoons, yeah. but the title card says like this cartoon contains uh, stereotypes and racist depictions mm-hmm. that uh, uh, that were. Well, prevalent at the time, at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were wrong then and they're wrong now <laughs> however not like excising them or pretending them pretending they didn't exist would be like pretending that those prejudices never existed right, right? yeah which to me is worse like disingenuous this, yeah disingenuous you're just whitewashing yeah. a whole part of real history and something that your company was complicit in right yeah just take and it, profit it, it it's better, yeah, it's better to just sort of just be forthright yeah like it's like weird that it. 
Disneyland has a whole ride based on Song of the South, but you can't see Song of the South yeah, or get the it. music anywhere. I should stop talking because Disney does own Freeform. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. No, one, I smoke weed all day, but I can't talk about it. <laughs> talk shit about Song of the South and you no, are canceled. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I totally agree. I feel like Disney should just own them and just be like, this is what. But just provide content. Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. maybe obviously don't mm-hmm. gear it towards children. Mm-hmm. But if you do, maybe like with Disney Plus, they could do it like a, or if you include like a documentary alongside it maybe yeah oh okay yeah. yeah i don't know i just love historical context I <laughs> she's a real context queen <laughs> what uh what do you think about these uh austrian the vienna uh, apartment buildings are massive oh, yeah. glorious a, the stairwell itself is the size of an mm-hmm. entire yeah. building yeah yeah it's huge. I can't imagine. It's almost too big. I don't know how comfortable <laughs> I'd be living there. <laughs> and how good is those? Because these apartment buildings are probably from buildings that were 300, 500 years old. They yeah. look like palaces. Mm-hmm. They do, yeah. But then and your landlord's a woman wearing a blanket. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she was great. <laughs> I was just like, what a different style of apartment living this is. Yeah, they have the space in Austria, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Enough space that a, a short, chubby boy could just wander in and yes. out of apartments all day. And Another, accuse people of murder. Yeah. A little boy like, throws his ball He's the murderer. Like, <laughs> cheerfully. And I'm like, isn't he talking about his own father that was murdered? Uh, is, no, oh, he was with his no, father. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it was so the, I was like, was this boy's him. just, this little boy's like, he's the murderer. <laughs> and also was, another perfect face. That little yeah, boy. Yeah. Just this. He's like, like a, a young Augustus Gloop. He should be covered in chocolate. Isn't Vienna known for chocolate? No, sausages. sausages. Not one person has a sausage in this movie. What? <laughs> Define stereotypes. <laughs> True. That's How about true. that final shot, huh? Oh, I really Iconic. loved it. I was like, what's, I didn't know. So I was like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? When she I was past, so yeah. glad that she walked past. I know. I, I thought, thought like, that, that was so that great. Was, that was a bit of a dispute Speed argument. Yeah, I heard. yeah. The Graham Green. So, uh, uh, the movie too was written. Graham Green wrote this just for the movie. But in, I think part of the reason it's so dense as a, a screenplay is that he intentionally wrote a novella. First, just to just figure out the story. Develop, yeah, just yeah. to figure out the story. And the end of the novella has them and the happy ending. Uh-huh. And they had a dispute about it, him and Carol Reed. And then Graham Greene admitted that uh, Carol Reed was, was triumphantly right, yeah. right uh, at the end of it. Uh, it's a great shot because it's like two minutes yeah. of yeah. her just walking up and you don't know whether she's going to stop yeah. her. And she, mm-hmm. she's, that's so cool. uh, what you call that shade? <laughs> <laughs> I guess shade. Shade. Sure. She's shady. It was shady. Him. It was definitely, definitely shady. shady. I don't know if it was shady. She could have strutted more, I uh-huh. think. Could have enjoyed could've. that walk, been a little more triumphant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's wearing a shady hat. Sure. Yeah. Shady hat. Very shady. Yeah, very literally shady. shady hat. What should have happened is that, what was that guy that, that, Police guy yeah. should have drove one back up and been like, "Told ya," and then he got back in the jeep, <laughs> and then they. <laughs> I wish someone because he told seemed pretty ya. gay too. Oh sure, yeah. With his little, his almost John Watersy mustache. Yes. He was very sort of like, "Okay, girl, his I'll way buy you a drink." Yeah, the way yeah. he spoke to his yeah, his, yeah. He he almost know. he it was as if he was holding gloves. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do. <laughs> Uh, I also love that this is a movie that appreciates literature in all its forms, yeah. which I feel like you never have. I love like people turn out to a lecture and then are screaming at our hero like, what do you think about James Joyce? Yes. <laughs> what do you think about James Joyce? And the people in that meet are just getting up en masse Streaming and moving out of his lecture. Oh, so that crazy. was another thing that was changed, apparently, in the re- speaking of uh, like gay subtext or mm, that they had uh-huh. to excise. Some, the, it was originally going to be, what do you think of Oscar Wilde? And some censor or some, some someone at the studio told them that 
they that the character asking that is gay and they can't have that on wow just yeah. asking about Oscar only Wilde people gay. like Oscar Wilde <laughs> in 1949 <laughs> apparently that was the I guess it was a hot topic thought. I guess so yeah, I guess so it's like bringing it. up uh, Jeff Stryker or something <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of Jeff Stryker it's an 80s porn star oh oh you know uh, Powell and Pressburger but don't know the films of Jeff Stryker wow <laughs> biases bias we all have our biases <laughs> Look, this this podcast already has enough queens. <laughs> um, uh, here's a funny story. Please. Let's hear it. And I don't know if it's that funny, but here's Don't a story. Tell you. Oh boy, uh, you're going. Uh, I watched this. So I, I'm a I'm one of those like slightly insufferable movie nerds who like likes to get friends to go to old movies with me sometimes uh-huh. uh, take them with me i was in new york for dcm that's this uh improv festival for our mm, listeners sure. um and we uh uh i went to i, I sent out uh, on my on the text thread of the team i i was with uh, at the time i was like hey i'm gonna I'm gonna go to the film forum this movie i love called the third man is showing this afternoon uh-huh. Uh, and so I convinced Hillary Matthews, who you mm, should have on the podcast, she's by the way. She's great to come with me. She, and so we went and watched the third man. She, she loved it. We walked out and it was at the film forum. They, they showed just the one movie. Yeah. Repeatedly, right? Through mm-hmm. the day. So there was a line outside for the next showing. And I don't know if she didn't put together that it was for the same movie, but as we're walking out, she goes, Oh, and that reveal at the end that he's still alive. That twist when the <laughs> um, cat comes up. Just as she's walking down the line, re- recounts the whole. Like, <laughs> And I can see people's disappointment, like all the way down the line, people turning to us with like angry faces. We've got to get you out of here, Hillary. (laughs) And then right as we walked out, I was like, Hillary, you know, they're all going into that movie right now, right? (laughs) This movie's only been out for 65 years. Don't spoil it for us. But people who are about to see it, who presumably have seen it before. It was, um, yeah, it was embarrassing. Very Hillary. Mostly for her. Yeah. Mostly for her. (laughs) I think she's okay with that. She's fine. (laughs) Uh, Would you want to go to like 1949 Vienna? Sure. That seems uh, that like a like little fun. dangerous. It seems a exciting. little exciting. Is, Just think, look for some penicillin. Yeah, yeah, why not? I think that's what I, I think in the comfort of a movie theater more than in, real in reality. Life. <laughs> like with most of these, like, yeah, like I, like I love the location for that reason in the movie so much. This like for, but I think in real life, I'd be, it would be bad. I'd be thrown in jail in like two minutes, probably. <laughs> for what? What are you doing? Cause you don't just have your paper. Loitering. Yeah. You don't have your Anytime papers. Anytime you have to have like papers, it's just to exist. It's stressful. It's really sure. stressful. Cause who's to say they can't take those papers away? And then they, they take, did those take those this papers away. Then you're screwed. Then you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you're supposed to have the papers that you have, then you won't be screwed. Right? Is Fair that the enough. argument? That's the argument. Maybe. Mm-hmm. There's corrupt officers, I'm sure. <laughs> right? Um, well, should we get into... I don't Let's know if we told the... you this, Drew, but no. we have a very elaborate... We are essentially hunting for the gayest movie ever. Oh. And we have an elaborate <laughs> scoring system. Okay. So we are now going to implement our scoring system. I have a... <laughs> uh, Excel document here. Uh-huh. Um, all right. And our first... Category is homoeroticism. So we're all going to give it a score on one to a hundred or zero to a hundred of what, how would you rate this movie? How homoerotic is this movie? Wow. I'm doing a reassessment now after what you said. My take on it. Yeah. Cause I know I, I can totally see that. I agree. Yeah. I would say a 65. 65? Is that Mm -hmm. high or low? Out of a hundred? Yeah. Out of a hundred. 
I think personally, like a, like a C. yeah, we'll give you your score. He's you're allowed to have your score. You you're are allowed because then we're yeah, going to take the average. We're going to take the, the average three. all three. There's a lot of math that goes on in this. <laughs> okay. There's a lot of math. I have a very complicated Excel sheet that okay. is now spread to two sheets. Yeah. What are the scores of the other two movies that you? Uh, what about Bob? Got an average of ten point six seven out of hundred. Out of okay, hundred. So and Sabrina, hetero. the 1995 version, <laughs> got a sixteen point sixty seven. But don't let that affect oh, your yeah, score. So That's it's total. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we didn't tell them they're looking for a gay movie so people should, chose uh, what should be because I, I think we can apply this these scoring metrics to any movie i agree okay sure um okay. so, so you're giving it 65 say 65 yeah. what are you insane. gonna say mark um <laughs> that's insane <laughs> i would say because everything if there is subtext you are homoeroticism it's all subtext and you gotta search for it i don't know i didn't search too deep <laughs> um i would give it a nine a nine a nine okay. oh so we that's are insane. so a hundred is like a jeff striker movie right yes. on the scale yes. so, yes. so we're not just we're not screwing. just we're not yeah so we're uh-huh. we're Look, okay, then maybe like I missed how homoerotic. Yeah, yeah. Because eroticism doesn't mean like showing. That's what I thought. Yeah, I thought necessarily. It. So like, yeah, okay, okay. I need more than a glance if it's going to be homoerotic. I need a touch, a shoulder. Okay, well that's yeah. that's your score. Aggression. Of course, that's why it's a nine. <laughs> okay, uh-huh. I'll still say sixty-five just to goose that. Yeah, I'm gonna say. I was going to say somewhere between 60 and 70, so I'll say 65 wow, as well. Wow, you guys are thought, Honestly, I thought the, all the Joseph Cotton, Orson Welles scenes, I was like, I might beat off to this later. No! Oh my God, that's disgusting. <laughs> Don't tell me what I am or not going to beat off to. <laughs> <laughs> that sewer scene. Oh, oh yes, yeah. I like it dirty. Um, Who knows who you're going to run into? You know. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, so... The Third Man is currently the most homoerotic movie ever made. <laughs> in this, in the, According the to our metrics, okay. it is the most homoerotic movie. But it's movie not the goes. only metrics upon which we that measure movie. That is not movie. the only one. There are more okay. categories. So what was the average of that then? 65 46.33. Wow. Okay. Yeah. This is great. I got to thank my brother, Mike Ranny. Uh, yeah. He's not. Uh, he's on Twitter and social at Instagram. <laughs> Give him a follow. He never posts. He came up with this scale? I told him what I wanted, but then he, he made all the formulas. The, uh, <laughs> oh, so I'll just plug him in and then it does... I don't have here to we are. do any math. Amazing. Mm. It's math heaven. is hard. Math is hard. I'm not interested. Yeah. <laughs> if we got a calculator, why need math? That's why we have maps. I'm not like just driving places. Sure. That's true. <laughs> this is a good soapbox for you to get on right now. <laughs> um, all right. Then our next category, actual gay characters. So how would you score this third man on mm. zero to 100? Actual gay characters. I mean, as far as I can confirm in terms of the critical theory, there's only two who are Dr. Winkle and uh-huh. Kurtz. But even that, how do we know that guy? Implied. Are they saying the guy's in the other room? They're saying that they live together because he sees the other one's cat in the other one's house. But couldn't house. the guy just have gone to see the, him as a doctor? Well, why would he take his cat with him or whatever? You know, I mean, why does he take his cat anywhere? People generally don't take cats places, so that's why There's the argument cat is that in the true. Vienna walking around. Well, that's outside. just a that's just a feral cat. We don't know that. It's <laughs> it never doesn't have a leash on. <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't have a leash, you're feral. Yes, that's how feral works. Fair enough. Feral enough. <laughs> um, so the one actual gay character we see is one is invisible, <laughs> literally invisible. Um, uh, yeah. So what are you going to give it on actual gay characters? I'll give it a five. I'll give it a nine. Wow. I'm giving it a zero. Okay. okay. So that's an average of four points. Still, 
Highest. <laughs> Wait, Sabrina from 95 doesn't have any actual gay John characters? gave it a two. I forget why. I think there was one person implied. Maybe because you assume someone on that fashion oh, shoot. someone in the fashion shoot. There's a and fashion shoot sequence. Couple of fashion sequences. You gotta so assume someone. Someone's gotta be gay in those. Um, be all the right. weirdest fashion shoot if it was all straight. <laughs> right. Camp factor. Just terrible fashion. <laughs> what? Oh, camp camp factor. factor. Zero to 100. How campy is the third man? I don't think the third man's campy, so I'm just gonna give it a 10. Um. All right. I don't think it's very campy. It's not very campy, but there is an actress, this Valley. Yeah, there's that. There's Valdi. the weird, uh, the, the powdered the, wig sequence, the, and that, the that little boy in his ball. There's something campy about that. Yeah. <laughs> is a zither inherently campy? Mm. I don't think it's inherently, I but think it, it is. Have, yeah, if it, it leans been, towards it. Like if it had been a theremin, I would have been. That's a little more campier. Yeah, <laughs> sure. A theremin's campier than a. I think so. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong. I don't know. My, my camp meter, maybe. <laughs> is a clarinet campier? What's the campiest <laughs> musical instrument? <laughs> That's a good uh, Xylophone. Slide whistle. Slide whistle. Maybe. Slide whistle. Mm-hmm. Kick drum, a yeah. kick drum. <laughs> I don't know. I'll give it. A, yeah, I'll give it like a nine. A again. nine on the camp factor. Yeah. Just, just for those few things, and I, I feel like the the cop is the. Oh yeah, he's pretty his like performance is. is he's the like one a little power bottom that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to give it a five. All right. So, so, ooh, it is the least campy movie ever wow. made. Wow. No, average of eight. Okay. Makeover montage, zero, 100. How is, is there, if there is a makeover montage, I don't think there is one. I don't think she gets nothing. out of her. She uh, undresses out of her costume. <laughs> but in a way, so like, would you rather, makeover, wouldn't you know. rather see someone turn into like a powdered Victorian lady than yeah, true. come that out of her? Sense. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> always. always. <laughs> I'm always disappointed when I don't see someone put on a powdered wig. <laughs> Especially in a black and white fun. movie. Did they really powder the wigs when they say powdered wigs? Is there powder in the wigs? And why yeah. is there powder in the wigs? Uh, I think it either helped the the look of it, because I'm sure the quality of the hair and that sort of the way they treated it was not as advanced as ah. it is now. Mm. And it also might have something to do with either odor or... Um, keeping the... maybe Keeping the know, shape? The shape, yeah. Oh, okay. It was mousse before there was mousse. Uh-huh. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, so what are you going to give this on a makeover montage? I guess zero. Yeah. Not really yeah, I have to go zero on this zero. one. There's really no makeover. I mean, unless we count the transition from presumed dead to alive <laughs> as a makeover. In a way, great reveal. <laughs> yes, great reveal. Uh, so that's a zero. All right. And then over-the-top wardrobe. Zero to 100. I'll give it a five just for Orson Welles' hat. <laughs> Great hat, though. Oh, actually, I'll give it a ten because that the uh, the I mean, it the is play, in the context yeah. of a play, but still, yeah, the play is like the, that's the only over the top. I'd say what? You know, like Orson Welles is only in like six minutes of this movie. It's amazing. It's, yeah, he also that monologue. He wrote the most famous part of that monologue, which I think is, in my opinion, maybe the best monologue in movie history. The the cuckoo clock monologue. Never oh, seen yeah. a Tarantino film, I guess. <laughs> when they talk about like a virgin. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, fine second best monologue but last he... jedi the jedi must end uh-huh <laughs> uh that when he, is that the one where he's saying that all the people look like ants yeah is it, it take away they're meant to be like he's a sociopath 
I think, yeah, kind of. Sure. Because if like anything, his, I'm falling out of love with Harry Lyme at this point. Yeah, which I think you're meant to, you know. He's I'm, like I'm, a truly a he, bad guy. The, the final part about the Borgias in Italy and uh, right. uh, he wrote that mm. part, he just th- he threw that in. Because the like, Swiss have never been challenged, so therefore yeah. their art doesn't create anything. Right. Yeah. But do you think maybe in a way they appreciate beauty more or like they just have, I was thinking about like how Swedish and like that area of the world is like their pop music is more like chill and like mm-hmm. they like ABBA came out of there and like all all like the big hit makers now are like Swedish, like the music producers. That's I was like, true. what is there to do? Is there a connection between like living in like a peaceful environment that lends itself to like, I just want to write a catchy music. Frothy pop yeah. music. Yeah, frothy pop music. I you don't know. Right. That's a good Maybe. Yeah. yeah. And they just made the cuckoo clock, which to be fair, cuckoo clock's pretty great. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They can be a lot of fun, very functional. Yeah. Not everybody from the, we only remember the good stuff from the Renaissance. I'm sure there are plenty of crappy paintings that came out of the Renaissance. (laughs) There's so many terrible one person shows that came out of the Renaissance. (laughs) No one talks about them because you don't remember them. No. That's true. Why would you? But we always remember the good. That's why people always say movies used to be better. Like, well, you only remember the good ones. Oh, yeah. Crap came out. Yeah. Yeah, If you look at every decade, I mean, there are decades where like the 70s in America were certain kind of there quality. There was a movement yeah, There was yeah, a yeah. movement happening yeah. and, the stu- and because of the studio system all that stuff yeah, like yeah. led to it. But so you can look garbage. at a majority of stuff but on the other hand every decade has amazing art. Like, That's yes. true. It has at least some amazing art. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then lots of and Lots of garbage, yeah. And, like the 70s had lots of garbage. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Right? Lots, of, lots and lots of it which, I don't know. What can you do? Yeah. What can you do? Yeah. Easy Riders Raging Bulls. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Read that Those book. are things. Yeah. Book. <clears throat> uh, over the Top Wardrobe. John, you're giving it a 10? Yeah. Um, I will... Yeah, I'll give it a 12. 12? Okay. Because it's, it it's not over. over the top. It is... I do think the wardrobe department is perfect. Like, everything is... is mm-hmm. But we're not... The category point. is not perfect you're wardrobe. Right. It's over, it's the top. over the top wardrobe, Drew. Please respect the rules. You're right. Okay, I'll make it an eight. I'll make it an eight. An eight? Okay. Yeah. So I brainwashed him. <laughs> no strong arming okay. on this podcast. No, no. I gave it a three. Okay. Uh, third man, the least over the top wardrobe of any movie of all. Wow. Okay. Um, does it hold up? That's the question. In terms of... Uh, just and is it zero down, Does it hold up? Like, does it, like... Not as it, the gayest movie ever. No, right? just, like, just, we've seen it, it now. Like, are, is there things of, like, sort of, like, oh, there's that weird racist part, or there's mm-hmm. that weird homophobic part. I think it holds up pretty part. well. I think so, part. too. Yeah. yeah, so what's what score are you going to give it on zero to 100? 100. Hold up. 100! <laughs> Goose that number. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, I'd give it like a. I'll give it a ninety five. Yeah, I mean it's I, not outwardly progressive in the sense of it's not like you know that like like right, the, right. like the the there's the subtext of maybe those characters being. It's mm. not like there's anything that's outwardly right, but it doesn't it doesn't there's nothing. I think egregious. there's anything about it to be embarrassed now. Yeah, there's, there's also something to be said for like yes, you could remake this, I suppose, if you wanted to, and set it in that time period. But there's something to be said about filming it at that actual time. Like yeah. the movie yeah, was made at the actual time it takes place, and where this world was in such transition and recovery yeah, right. from this horror. And they were a bit living it more so if you were to make it now it'd be like, think about this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As opposed yeah. to just being in it. It's right. truly, and I think that's why the Ryanus lives, where if you made it today, a lot of people would make it this like searing historical drama with an orchestral yeah. score. Right. Here it's like there's this Ryanus because they're living, when you when you are in a post-war ruins, people have a sense of humor about They've it yeah, it. because <laughs> they have to, you know. Right, yeah, right. you need to survive. Whereas if yeah. you're not, that's how like how LA audiences are more uptight about 9-11 than the New York audience. Right. Oh, yeah. 
because they had told. Yeah, it's, that is true in my experience. Yeah, you've both done a lot of nine eleven material. Like, tons on of nine eleven, and it kills in New York. <laughs> kills, and it's I, a thud in L.A. I keep doing it in L.A. Nobody likes it. Keep but committing I'm to find it. That keep one committing to it. You'll yeah. find it. They'll be like, yes, he finally gets it. Mm-hmm. I did some nine eleven material in a show that John directed me in. Oh, that's and, right. Uh, <laughs> I remember it was a, a bit of a gasp always, but <laughs> you know, but I was like, I was there. I like it. We're not cutting it. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so I'll take a gasp over a laugh any day. Yeah, over a laugh or I just amongst the laughs? I, lo- I appreciate a gasp because, you know, it's a reaction. Would you want to do a one-man show that was nothing but gasps? I would love that. <laughs> That's what it'd be called, nothing but gasps. Nothing but gasps. <laughs> <laughs> so write this 30 one. minutes of people clutching imaginary pearls. <laughs> I pass out pearls to the audience for them to clutch. <laughs> Need to write it. Perfect. Nothing but gasps. I once did a, another... Um, you wrote. I think it was a sketch you wrote. A nephew, yeah, and he subbed me in as the waiter. And, oh uh, yes, it was. Um, uh, it was a beautiful Santa guy. P. F. Chang. It was Santa P. F. Chang. It was about <laughs> Charles Manson's. Uh, Charles Manson's bride? Girlfriend, girlfriend wanted to steal his body <laughs> yes. and display his body. And I, I got nothing but guests in that. Because I just was great. made all the items racist sounding. Because so, I thought I was ma- I was trying to make fun of P.F. Chang. It was hilarious. It was, I thought it was very... Everyone thought it was very oh, funny. So on a scale of 1 to 100, how well does this sketch hold up? <laughs> a 10, a 5? <laughs> like, I wouldn't do it now. No, but it was gotcha. very funny. I, it was a very... I thought it was clear what the, what the target was. You know what I mean? I mean, I thought that we're the roasting PF Chang, right, right. but it was just the audience was not a little uptight, a little uptight. But also, I wouldn't do it now because I was like, uh, "There's better ways to approach that." Target, sure, I think. Sure, sure. sure, you can do it without indulging in the bad habit. I guess mm-hmm. so. Uh, I, uh, does it hold up? I'm going to give it. Uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, it absolutely holds up. All the I don't know. It, uh, I'm <laughs> I think 97. Uh, okay, yeah, sure, good. Um, all right. And then Drew... How does that compare to the other holding ups? The other, uh, it holds up the most. Because yeah. the other one was, well, here's the thing. That was a guest category. You get to make up a category. So now, now you get to make up a category. Oh. Then it becomes part oh, so of the everyone canon. Adds it becomes a part of, everyone, everyone adds, adds a new, new canon. This Should is it? insane. That's amazing. I love, I love <laughs> this idea. This is so good. <laughs> Pretty soon every podcast is going to be three hours. Because we're going to go through all yeah. of these things. Is it, does the category, should the category funnel into gayest movie ever? Or should it just be a random uh, Whatever your, that means. Your choice. The last two were over the top wardrobe. And how old by Jenny up? Pearson and how does it hold up Tony oh, Charlene okay okay um let's see a cat a new category um uh let's say um character that could inspire a drag queen <laughs> Does it have how, a how inspirational do, is this movie inspired drag queens yeah like could it have a character that that you could see someone you know what I mean? Basing it off. <laughs> I'm going to say drag queen inspiration. Yes. Yes. Great. Okay. Great. Love it. I mean, for um, this one. Potential for it. Not, not but, that it's right, someone right. has You can do a lot of drag king. I can see like oh, a lot of ladies oh. dressing up as yeah. Harry Lime. I guess drag sure, inspiration. Yeah, yeah. Either way. What would that be? Like Harry Slime? And yeah. he's like hooded sure. slime. Harry Lime. Harry, a Harry Lime. Orson Swells. Orson Swells. Orson Swells. For plus size king. Yeah. Yeah. Oklahoma skid mark. Because Holly writes a book called The Oklahoma Kid. <laughs> oh, right, right, <laughs> sure. A, these are, what imagine a... <laughs> coming out to the, I'm Oklahoma's skin mark, you know, from the third man. <laughs> a whole lot of gas, but then one queen in the back giving a very slow, <laughs> you, but Sandy. very appreciated innovation. The and they kill themselves because it's the most perfect drag name they've ever heard. <laughs> and it's over. 
Uh, so drag queen inspiration. Hmm. I think I think it's a great category, but I think it's low on this movie. I think yes. it really is. That's fair. Those... I wanted to throw contribute one for for future. <laughs> gotcha. movies. I I feel like we'll, your legacy. Now. Something. Yeah. yeah <laughs> something will have a great one. I feel absolutely. Like. Of course. Uh, I'll give it a 10 just because I think it's only those women in the, I can't imagine someone dressing up like anyone else. Mm -hmm. You could dress up as the Ferris wheel. (laughs) Sure, but is that that drag? (laughs) Okay. Uh, is it not? Anything can be drag. Could be you could dress up as an object. The but cuckoo, but isn't that, cuckoo clock? But isn't drag cuckoo clock? Like yeah. an op, cuckoo, like cuckoo cock. Cuckoo cock. Yeah. Okay, all right. Where the, the cock, you can see the cock <laughs> yeah. <shit> already. <laughs> so now is there like your cock, like the center of the wheel? Yeah. Like the whole Always. thing goes around. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or is that the thing that comes out the door? What? The cuckoo clock. You know how the bird oh, comes oh, out? Oh, oh, uh, I was thinking Ferris wheel. You're on cuckoo clock. Yeah, keep up, John. Oh, sorry. So you're giving it a 10 on I'll drag? I'll give it a 10 on drag inspiration. Um, I'm going to give it a 5. Yeah, I'm going to give it a 6. A 6. Friendly. Just bounce it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then we're moving into our final round. <laughs> There's a lot of math going here. Uh, all right. Fine. So this these is like bonus points. Yeah, these yeah. aren't uh, a scale of 1 to 100. It's sort of like, did it happen or did it not happen sort uh, of thing. Okay. Straight actors playing gay roles. Negative 25 points for each instance. But well, so, so do we get a minus 12.5? You know, do it. I think we, I would say we don't penalize this I movie. I would say we don't because they never called it. Okay. Ne- the movie themselves itself never self identifies yeah. as homosexual characters. So, so yeah. they get a zero there. Yeah. So they're fine on that one. They're, yeah. No, yeah, they're pen- fine. They're not penalized. They're fine. All right. Positive portrayals of homosexuality. You get 50 bonus points. I don't think I don't think that 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 yeah, no. These shady doctors, they're shameful. They're hidden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then finally, is this movie cruising? It is not the movie cruising. If the movie movie cruising gets negative 100 points, (laughs) this is not the movie cruising. It's not the movie. So, (laughs) so that gives. (laughs) Do you need time to figure this out? No, it's already done. Okay. See sheet. I already know the results. Wonderful. The third man gets a total of. 170.33 170.33 points out of 750 possible points, <laughs> giving it a percentage of 22.71, making The Third Man the gayest movie yeah. ever! Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations Thank to you, Carrie. Drew! Yeah. Congratulations <laughs> to Joseph Cotton, your family! Oh. They're thrilled! <laughs> Wow. Uh, I actually like that you don't tell guests that you do this because it's, it makes it way fairer. It makes the, you know what I mean? It makes the sure. pool of movies because otherwise everyone would just pick birdcage and cruising. And, yeah. <laughs> cruising. <laughs> well, what, we're get a considering minus these results, how could we make this movie? Cause 22% is still pretty low. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pretty low. How can we make this movie gayer? I mean, they just have to bone on that Ferris wheel. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Even like just a having a gay sex scene, <laughs> yeah. we could definitely make it gayer. Even like while he's in the monologue, just off screen, we we see that he we like, just hear we that hear. sort of like that shot that came around from Coachella. Remember that a silhouette of someone giving head no, in the I've Ferris wheel that, yeah. Coachella. You haven't seen that? No, uh, I haven't. Google Coachella blowjob. Ferris okay. wheel. I'm good at Google search terms. Google. <laughs> uh, I think if they showed a full five minute scene from that play, sure, uh, I go to see. If it actually did Vogue, yeah, yeah. If there was actual voguing <laughs> happening, that would be a lot gayer. That's true. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know what else. A, is there some sort of lesbian supplement? I mean, there really is just... There's only one woman in this movie. Oh, That's the not landlord. true. There's the landlord, yeah, and then there's sure. the wife of the guy, of the porter. Right. Right. It does not pass the Bechdel test. No. It does not. It does not. Everyone talks about one man for the whole movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> Plenty of women around. We got to talk about another man. Mm-hmm. Don't even have a second woman. <laughs> We're already on to the third man. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> well this is the part of i guess we can't make a gayer really i guess we could but yeah. it's not yeah, gonna happen we just, we just yeah. gave two things to do and you're like well i guess it's impossible <laughs> it's impossible we thought of nothing um i mean there's if it's arbitrary we can throw many things into it but you're saying like what are the elements it already presents that I we can so. modify like yeah. within the word the rules of the world the yeah. movie itself maybe is approaching it I guess you could have when he when he goes to that book reading thing where they all mistake him as uh like a literary type. He oh could right, read something. Oh yeah, what his fun. book is about. What his book is about. The Oklahoma Kid. Maybe yeah. there's something. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, like that a, sounds homoerotic. Back in the saddle. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's sort of a Fifty Shades before the fashion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before the fashion, like before, like it was he, he was the fifty. Oh sure, Oklahoma this was Kid the was the Fifty Shades of Grey erotica. Mm-hmm. Of its time. In war mm. in Vienna. <laughs> <laughs> well, Drew, we're at the end now. This we is did. it. Okay. We made it. Cool. Um, do you have anything you want to promote besides, uh, I, I wouldn't say besides, is there anything you want to promote? <laughs> um, I guess, yeah, watch Good Trouble if you feel like it. It's on Freeform. <laughs> wow. So, Hot endorsement. That, much, <clears throat> much gayer on the, on is the it? scale. Oh, really? A lot of, uh, a lot of uh, characters who are bisexual. Wow. Who are you know it's that's a lot. great this is gonna age well yeah a lot of uh <laughs> oh, maybe is your character <laughs> no my character is a heteroman homophobic he doesn't like any a sympathetic homophobe oh so finally <laughs> oh okay finally representing <laughs> god hates fags but he loves me <laughs> yeah everyone check out drew on good check trouble good what's trouble. your social media links anything uh, yeah you can find my name drew Vuday saying it's d-h-r-u-v-u-d-a-y-s-i-n-g-h i just i, I posted on instagram by force of my managers now <laughs> so i'll post uh, those content oh you poor thing content happening <laughs> wow i'm not a, i don't like to but i'll do it i do it <laughs> well you can find drew on TV and in the local uh-huh. movie house, mm-hmm. watching Great. something in black and white. And tell them where they can find us. Uh, two old queens, mm-hmm. uh, Twitter and Instagram. Send us uh, any movie suggestions, any category suggestions mm-hmm. we'd love to any hear. Any corrections you want to send us. Uh, but please, we will be feel free to sass you back. Yeah, we'll <laughs> sass you back. So yeah, and we're also at two old queens at gmail.com too. Oh yeah, email us. I don't, yeah, yeah, sure. Whatever, however you want to get in touch with us. Send grandpa. us coupons. Yeah, send us coupons. <laughs> With a liquid you. <laughs> a liquid you. Coupons. Coupons. <laughs> um, but I think that's it for it. We'll that's see you next time. Right. Good Goodbye. Now it's time for credits. Produced by Alex Arche. Music by Danny Cohen. Art by Connie Shin. See you next Wednesday. Bye. Selling a little? Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. 
Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.